Hello everyone, this is Marisha Trembetska for Love Your Creativity and I have today another podcast coaching session with our fabulous Ryan James Locke. How are you today, Ryan? Yeah, really good. Um, Thanks, Marisha. How are you? I am good. Where are you in the world today? I'm still in Canada visiting family and working working on a few projects. But yeah, it's nice and cold. (laughs) Yeah, like I know you do lots of work out in the States, aren't you? So I suppose it makes more sense for you to be kind of Canada time zone rather than Europe at the moment. Yeah, completely. I mean, A, it's nice to sort of see my family and see the dogs and that stuff. But also, it's kind of, a lot of my clients' states, as well as my group projects, I'm teaching some chops and classes. And the time difference is at the most two hours. If I, you know, in Europe, in London or Ibiza, it's about eight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not quite as with it. So today's big big topic that we're going to talk about is... Uh, as we speak, it's nearly seven weeks into the new year of 2014, and we've all got these goals, and I think we've all gone, mm, this goal kind of have done something, and this goal we haven't, <laughs> and this goal I kind of did a bit, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, well, I can see in my gym, actually, people are already slacking off now, and of course, we've got Lent coming up, uh, where, I mean, my father's a uh, Polish Catholic, so my mother's Protestant, um, I'm a Buddhist, so my sister's not, not, but we all give up things for Lent, and my sister just thinks we're mad. But I've got this idea this year that I'm going to, instead of giving up things, I'm going to try something new, my big thing for this year, because I normally give up sugar and, well, last year it was sugar, alcohol, fiction books, and men that were bad for me, um, <laughs> for seven weeks for Lent. I've got to say some very interesting things, but this year, one thing I want to try and put into place, cultivate rather than get rid of, is this mm. idea that I'm going to, I really would like to try and do like a, pretend I do a nine to five job, even though I don't. So I'm at my desk having done all the things I like to do before I start, uh, go to the gym, etc., etc., have three, three good coffees before I start the day. So I'm going to try and cultivate new habits. So I want you to know what you thought about this, or am I going completely mad, or should I carry on just giving up men that are bad for me? <laughs> Which is kind of Well, <laughs> I think, you know, first of all, yes, you should. <laughs> But I think, going back to what you said, <laughs> I really, it's interesting that you're bringing this up now because I, something that's coming up for me a lot with my clients, and certainly in my own life, just to be sort of transparent there, is not to get too much into the law of attraction with people, but ultimately, what you focus on, you strengthen and you create more of. Yes. So, if you're giving things up, if you're fighting against something, if you're giving up this or that, to me, that comes from a place of lack. And whilst it can certainly do good things and it can help you get certain results for a much more powerful way of changing your life focus on cultivating what you do want so if you're if you going to the gym to lose weight don't hate your body on the treadmill thinking you've got to get rid of all this disgusting fat run on the treadmill thinking about building your legs and burning your calories and getting your heart rate up and manifesting more of what you do want and I can tell you from experience I've been practicing this a lot more recently and the results are just astounding. It's very easy to set a goal and to sort of go into this place of guilt with it. You know, when have I achieved this? I've got to have it now. I've got to have it now. But if you're doing that, then it doesn't matter what you achieve. It's not a- actually going to feel good. So I really would, you know, I think, I think that's a great introduction to the podcast. And to anyone listening, you know, we're going to be talking about how to cultivate and build habits that take you where you want to go 
from a place of, uh, I feel, and I hope you do too, Marisha, but from a much more positive place than rather than just giving things up and stopping things, you know. I remember when, when I gave up smoking, um, I, I, instead of focusing on not having cigarettes, I literally made it my, like, mission just to cultivate really good health. Right. So I, I didn't do say, I can't have a cigarette now, I mustn't have one. If I'd done that, I would have run to the store and bought some. What I did was, I started, you know, juicing vegetables and going for longer runs and doing yoga and I was thinking, okay, so I'll, I'll build great health because that naturally doesn't contain smoking. Yes. Although we don't always know what it is that we need to do, but I know I just did a... True. I did a, uh, a short film this weekend and my character, set in the 1950s, yummy mommy, but complete alky, and she also smoked. <laughs> so three hours of hair and makeup. And uh, I've got some shots. Actually, I might put one up with the podcast. I got, there's one scene, I'm coming in, I'm talking to my daughter. Proper 1950s television as well. And I've got my alcohol in one hand, the glass of, uh, uh, I think it was red at the time. And, um, and I had a cigarette in the other. Now, I've never smoked apart from a week when I was 14. Um, and I just felt so loush, and I just, I looked so madman, you know, with the furniture, but this, the, you know, the fag hanging out on one hand, and a bit later I got to, like, be a complete lush and collapse in the garden with a bottle of champagne and necking it. And there was a joy in being so free and in disrepute and so helpless almost. But the truth is, to get our goals done, you know, it is all about the good The good habits make a difference and the bad habits get in the way of us making progress, don't they? That, you know, if Absolutely, you're going to... 100%. And it is always a question, are we going to give things up? Do we need to give up? Or maybe you're, maybe this is the way we should... I'm almost thinking this year I might turn the whole thing on its head after many years of giving things up for Lent and actually just stop. Maybe I won't give up anything for this year for Lent. Maybe what I will do is... Um, I'll, I'll start something. Maybe that's really yes, scary. I think that's, <laughs> that's quite I find, scary. You know, I find it is scary. I find that's much more that's much more conducive to have. If you just focus on giving up and, and taking away, denying, and all the stuff. Yes, you'll get things done. I mean, it, it, it to an extent it's helpful, but it's much better to look at what can you cultivate to have more of what you want. Again. A great example is business. If you want to build a great client base or a, you know, if you're being fully booked with your job, whatever, instead of looking at things that you stop doing, whilst that's important, I would really encourage anyone listening to look at, okay, what course can I take? What activities can I do more of? Something that's quite simple to think about is do more of works. You said to me why when we spoke, that you'd had, you know, you did your show reel and you did something else, and that lead, that led to getting booked on a commercial. So sometimes I, I think it's much easier to we complicate things when actually a just do more of what works. So what are you already doing in your life that, that gets you the results you want? Do more of, nice. and then look at what can you add to. I guess you know what can you add to your life and your your toolbox, so to speak, to come. Activate more of the things that you do. And you see, I think that's also great. What can I do to add? Because I, I think all of us probably know this. I mean, off the top of my head, if I learned, I've been saying this for ages. If I learned to touch type properly, it would definitely help my life. Right? Just a simple thing like that. 
you know, it's a silly mm-hmm. thing, but it, it, it's a, and also my, I, for years having not had an iPad, although I've got iPhones and a MacBook Pro, and I'm a big Mac girl, um, nice. I finally went and got uh, an iPad a couple of weeks ago, and I can't tell you, I spent most, a lot of yesterday, I, I had a scene first thing in the morning that I was, and then I had a long wait before I did the second. But you know what, in between, because the iPad, not my laptop, the iPad just popped into my handbag that I had with me, and I actually managed to get some work done. And I just thought that was a thing, that really helped my life, because it, it makes me more efficient. If I can grab the 15 minutes or the 10 minutes or the hour waits, you know, you get there early for an audition, you're sitting on a tube, whatever it is you're doing, to grab those moments. So what else would you suggest we try and think about adding to our toolbox? What kind of ideas do you think are good ideas, especially this time of year? Because let's face it, we're six weeks into the new year, people haven't probably done what they want with their goals in many cases. <laughs> what can they start thinking about? Well, one of the first things I would certainly suggest anybody does when it comes to achieving a goal or getting things done is, if it's not going the way you want, don't beat yourself up. That's a very, very useless thing to do. Mm-hmm. Simply look at what you can start doing to get better results. So you use a great example now, and I'm going to try and elaborate on things because I understand it's easy to sort of it's easy for me sometimes to sort of give the ideas, and I don't realize that not everybody's like a coach. So one of the things I certainly think is super super helpful is your example just now. You had an iPad, and you said that you used it um, doing some downtime or when you were waiting on something to get some work done. Yeah. So I would suggest to anyone listening how can you do that sort of thing for yourself something I've started doing is when I you know for example I used to um, book session book clients in back to back so I'd have clients all day now what I found is much better for me is I try and leave a longer space and during that space is when I do things like my emails or when I get back to people whatever industry you're in look at how you can make how you can be more effective because it's not about working longer, it's about working smarter. That's something I think is really important. But can I pick, can I pick it, up what you just, just said then? Because, the it. one thing I'm, exactly, you know I will. Um, because the way you said about, and now I understand working back to back with clients is, is, can be exhausting, etc. But of course the thing I'm learning is how batching helps. Because I keep hearing, I haven't done it yet, but I keep hearing the best way to make video is rather than doing one now and one in a week's time, is you write all the scripts and you set up the setup and you go and record seven videos. Okay, it might take, might take you a couple of weeks to then edit them and get them published. But this idea right. that if you batch work, and uh, Entrepreneur on Fire, which is a massively successful podcast, he started in July 2012. He does seven, he does an uh, interview with an entrepreneur seven days a week. And it was like on the best of iTunes 2013. He's making a fortune. Mm-hmm. I think he's making 50, 60,000 pounds. I think, um, uh, I think it's a month at the moment. He's publishing That's his... nothing, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 but he's it, just just from the revenue of his podcast. But the, what he does is on a Monday, he books seven podcasts back-to-back, and then he, mm-hmm. he he edits them. And I'm going, oh, my God, I'm so not doing that. But I do understand that that's batching, but you suggested then, or, or maybe I have took it wrong, that you're not suggesting to batch with your... Well, clients. actually, no, it, it, it's funny. I, I actually... What you've just said is perfect. Um, Thank you. I, I don't. What I meant was. <laughs> what, you're welcome. <laughs> what I meant was. Um, 
when it comes to things like looking at, you know, my example was different. I was doing clients back to back and I had no time for even things like lunch. With right. What you're saying about in terms of being productive, especially with things like promotional materials, that is a really good thing to batch. If you, let's say you're crap with writing blogs and that's your thing, okay? I always sit down on a Sunday evening and write five. If you are terrible with doing your newsletters, you know, I've, I've just had an easy design, which is basically, instead of a newsletter, I'm having an, um, um, a sort of a, a Ryan magazine is going to come out every week. It's very short. Nice. As an article from me, a coaching video, a strategy. So people can read it and they can get a strategy from me. This sounds and great. And how do people log on to this? Thank you. The reason I'm... Sorry. They, I'm can, subs they can subscribe for free um, on beingyourownpublicist.com. Right. Um, and when you do that, you get a free audio of mine. Right. I would but have popped the that in the show I mentioned it was because... Thank you. Um, yes, I know. But the reason I said it to you is because... I'll give you an example to illustrate it. Because I'm so busy at the moment, I wrote three copies last night. Right. You yes. know, I wrote three different strategies. Obviously, I'll add in the personalised notes about what's going on this week and stuff, but your example was just brilliant then. I really think that's powerful. And anyone listening, I would encourage to really take advice on what Marisha just said. If you... You know, it, it's easier if you do it, if you do things all together, because you then don't get caught out. Yes. So making it relevant to your goals, let's say one of your goals is to, I don't know, you want to sort of increase your income. Look at what you can do to be smarter with your time. Batching is incredibly smart, because you get, I was about to swear, <laughs> you get a crap load of things done without having to you know, space things out and find the time, you just book the time and you get it done. So look at what you can do to be smarter with your time. If you are, and again, this isn't said with judgment, but if, you know, if you're on Facebook for half the day ch chatting to your friends about, I'm guessing you're not really achieving them. Yeah, no, this is really, this is uh, interesting because I know, um, you know, just before Christmas, you and I had a chat, and the next thing I knew, I decided I was doing two webinars, and I wrote an e-book, and I was determined to write an e-book <laughs> before the webinar, and you know what, I did it, and when I wrote 50,000 words in November, I did it, I'm now stuck on 63, because I haven't written the words, and I'm, I never leave things unfinished, so I know it's, it's weighing me down, but people keep wanting me to go and act, so... <laughs> but that's I, a shame. <laughs> no, but to be honest, I could have taken an hour yesterday. Uh, at some point, yeah. I could have. Absolutely, I could have. I chose not to. My, my focus isn't there right now. But it is about being smart yeah. with your time, whether you are, as you say, making eat the frog first, make the calls you don't want to make first in the morning, or whether it's that kind of sit down and paint the painting or, you know, sell vacuum cleaners. It's almost. I love the way, yeah. Yeah. I love the way whenever you and I have to do these chats on and off air, they always take on this really kind of beautiful kind of organic journey and it, it's nice actually because it, it flows really nicely for me so thank you for being a pleasure to talk to you but um people pay, people pay, people pay me to talk to them so you're <laughs> <laughs> well, paying Marissa to talk to me no I'm kidding yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's a really good piece of advice as well is something I did I asked Marissa to do uh, when we first began, was make a procrastination list. Oh, yes. Make a list of everything you're putting off doing. And sometimes I've been I've been sworn at by people. Like they they you know they'll be like oh f off or for f sake because sometimes people will hire me as a coach and they sort of hope that like I'll magically do it for them by osmosis. Mm. And what I think is really interesting here, here is 
if you're in a position in any area of your life, I coach mainly on business, but I'm saying in any area this works, and your goal, you're a bit off track with your goals, or you haven't achieved the thing you want, stop beating yourself up and get off it. Get off the guilt trip. You know, you don't, I heard a great analogy once, and they said, you don't, you don't tape over a tape you, you don't like by replaying it, you record a new one. So what I mean is, change directions and put habit, put new habits back in place, or go back to the ones that work. So make a list of everything you haven't done to get that new agent. Make a list of everything you know you haven't done to book the clients, to fill your event. Get very clear and brutal and honest with yourself about the things you haven't done to achieve your goal, because that's the, one of the most powerful things you can do. I remember, I, you know, I frequently do this to myself. I, I believe you have to walk your talk, otherwise there's no point, especially with my job. Um, and yeah, no. just, you know, can you imagine, like, if I kind of had no clients and got no PR, it'd be like, uh, awkward. But what's interesting here is I think you've got to look at, okay, what do I want? Fine, I want this. Where am I in relationship to, you know, to where I want to be or to having it? And be honest, take a look at what you're not doing, because that list is, it's magic. You know, when you have everything on paper you are not doing, suddenly it's like, oh my God, I have no more excuses. Well, I mean, you say that, but one of the things I I didn't mean to do for this year so far, which kind of slowed me down, I mean, the show has been going out and some agents have been contacted, etc. But I read an amazing book called Getting Things Done by David Allen and have implemented his system, nice. which, which is a very, which is a, like a bigger version of what you're saying. He get, tells you to get everything out of your head so your, head, your mind is like water. I'll reference this book in the show notes. And he doesn't tell you the, uh, yeah, he doesn't tell you the um, tools to use. I'm using a mix of um, Evernote and my Mac Mail to, 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 to track. And Sorry, go see on. Your so and obviously your own publicist, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, but this is as, a, as like an inbox. that the, He says, get everything out of your head like you've just said. Because when you yeah. know what you're putting off, you don't stress about it in the same way. And he always argues, have a someday maybe list. So you can put things in there that the things you'd like to do, but you know you're not going to do right now. Because he argues your head is not a very good remembering diary. It's good for thinking. You should be using your brain for thinking and dreaming and brainstorming, not remembering stuff. And your brain can't tell the difference between buy cat food, um, I need to call so-and-so, and learn French. You know, so right. it just remind you at stupid moments. Whereas, as you said, if you've dealt with your procrastination list and gone, right, what am I going to do with my procrastination list? Then you can kind of do, which is where we started, is cultivating the good habits. So. Yeah, it's completely true. You know, it, it's, and I'm not being flippant here. I understand that it is stressful to, it can, well, it can be stressful, for example, to have a list of things you're not doing. I'm not being flippant and saying, that it's going to be this lovely enlightening journey the whole time, and but ultimately I'm a, I'm I'm big on results. As people who work with me know, I'm big on getting things done. I had a, had a client this morning, and she was really stressed that she wasn't making any sales and getting clients. And basically, what transpired was her website wasn't live. <laughs> and I'm not slandering her in any way. I, I don't mean this to be disrespectful, but when I told her, she, she was like, "Oh my god." And she knew it, but she wasn't admitting she knew it kind of thing. Yes. And what I said to her was, you know, your website is not up. There is no way you're going to be getting the amount of clients you could be seeing. So, yeah, and she was a bit 
just because you then all the kind of stuff came up. So not saying to people that you it's you that you're not going to feel stressed or anxious or perhaps even a bit scared. But ultimately, if you want something, you have to sit down and be aware of everything you aren't doing. Since I started doing coaching videos on YouTube, my client base and sales have grown massively, like massively, and it's because I realised I wasn't doing video and I knew I should be. So. Well, the problem is I know I should be doing video. Not so much as, a, as the actor side of me, but in terms of me, just even me saying, hello, come to my come to Love Your Creativity, where we all try and encourage each other, and I interview people about how it is we can keep going, whether they are coaches like you, professional coaches, or whether they're, you know, professional artists actually in the, you know what I mean, making the art yeah. of what it is that helps them write the book and finish the novel, you know, finish the play and all that kind of stuff. Um... Well, now you've told me that. Oh, I know, I know. You realise what's going to happen, don't you? You need to It's have now some. an assignment. <laughs> well, I think that the, the, I think the, the, the takeaway from me talking to you about this, I mean, that's, again, this is why we have coached. This is why just talking to you about the fact I've, I've decided, I was briefly thinking, well, I'm thinking about cultivating the habit of getting up early for length, using that kind of time when lots of people in the world, not as a religious thing, but this idea of a, sacrosanct time to really improve myself while also millions of other people are doing so um, you know the, the, uh, obviously uh, 40 days is a lot in uh, many many religious cultures isn't it I mean the, the, the Buddhist versus Saturn and the Bodhi tree as well for 40 days it's obviously got incredible significance yeah. and I don't know why that is but in more than one spiritual um, they say um, with often with, with the way the mind works a lot of studies show that if you want to rewire your brain or change your habit, you should do something for 30 to 40 days. So with that, actually, it, yeah, that just popped into my mind. Yes. I remember reading, I've read that several times. Yes. You, in, in coaching, if they say the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's interesting if, if uh, <laughs> as you say, the Buddha did it in 800 BC and, and Jesus apparently did it, you know, it, you know <laughs> on, on 1 AD. Uh, then um, it's quite... Um, yeah, maybe it's a magical... And I'm a great believer in the power of consciousness, uh, you know, as a fact we all... So I am off the back of this coaching session. I'm going to... I don't know if I'm strong enough not to give up anything. We'll see what happens. But I'm definitely going to cultivate the getting up and the batching. The batching is going to be a habit that I'm going to try and see where in my life, from writing letters to get work, to um, doing podcasts, and to start doing video, which I've not yet done. I've actually recorded one, I just haven't edited and, you know, all that palaver. Um, but I'm going to really try and see, use your question about what I can, I can I do to be smarter with my time and batch it where I can. I think these are two really good habits for me to cultivate. Have you got any you're doing? Just to help give it, inspire our listeners? Yeah, I, I, well, I, first of all, you know, thank you for sharing, thank you for sharing with everybody what you're cultivating. I think that's really powerful to people listening. Um, I'll be really honest, yeah, I will I want, for me, the things I want to put into place, um, one of the things I want to collate is I want to be strict with myself about taking down time, mm. as in, in time to replenish, go outside, I go for a walk, I tend to be very back-to-back, -back, like I said earlier, and I wake up early and I go to bed late, and I love my job, it's not as negative, but I am, I am starting at the moment to realise sometimes I need 20 minutes to sit in silence, or sometimes I need to go out and get fresh air and not be thinking about strategy. So that, my first one is I'd like to cultivate more downtime. Um, and the second thing I want to cultivate, actually, is I, 
I've been, do you know what, I'm gonna, I'll just share it. I've been putting off doing a video training series. I do video coaching, but what I mean is I want to do a sequential, you know, like a five-part thing on getting more clients or getting more bookings. And I've, I've, I keep meaning to do it. So what I want to cultivate is the similar thing to you. I want to batch them together and I want to get them done tomorrow. Oh, good Lord. Well, that's a bit, yeah, that's not going to happen for me tomorrow. But yes, go, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've really put myself on the spot there, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yes, exactly. We can see what we get. Well, great. So, um, how do people get hold of you, Ryan, if they want to get, uh, get in touch with you? Well, if you, so I have, my website is beingyourownpublicist.com or ryanandjameslock.com, the same website. And I have a free audio program which will take the stress out of promoting yourself and your work. And that's available for you when you, you download that you also get a subscription to my weekly e-zine which is launching this week and that's full of business strategies questions recommended products things like that um or you can find me on facebook which is why james lock be your publicist brilliant we'll pop those as well in the show notes uh, great so that's that, that's that was right. Uh, this is Marisha Trembetska from Love Your Creativity. Any of our listeners are planning to cultivate a habit rather than give something up. They pop our, let me, Ryan know, let myself know, pop some comments. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, Marisha. 